Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Final Warning Podcast. This podcast is for those who want to be informed for when truth is not as easily available as it is now. In addition, this is for those who want to be prepared for when the freedoms that we have now will be taken away in the near future. The word says that those who will endure to the end shall be saved. But I know that complete salvation is for those who have a perspective of preparedness. I am of the belief that we are already in the midst of dire times, and it is crucial for us to know so we can properly warn those whom we love. So please join me as we uncover what was once hidden and build up our faith to face what is coming. Hello, hello, and welcome to the very first recording of the Final Warning Podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. I just want to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening um, for whatever time you are listening to this first episode and segment. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this is uh, the very first time I'm doing a podcast. So, um, again, just taking a step out on faith and understanding that I believe that this is a part of my calling. So I'm just going forth and conquering, as they would say. But again, thank you guys for tuning in on this segment. Um, I really appreciate it. I want to thank Miss Janae from the Grow Regardless podcast, who has uh, encouraged me and to help me, um, I guess, gain some pointers and kind of uh, show me the ropes on, on a little bit of how to podcast a little bit. So definitely go and check her out. Um, what she's doing is amazing. What she's talking about is amazing um, from an amazing woman. So Miss Janae, I love you much. Thank you for the encouragement and all that you do. Um, so go check her out, the Grow Regardless podcast. But if you guys have listened to my trailer, you guys kind of have some sort of idea of what I'm going to be talking about on this podcast and the different episodes that are going to be coming out. Um, so from my understanding, I, I understand that there are many things that are being brought to the forefront and there's many things that are being revealed in today's day. And a lot of people are having questions. A lot of people are having questions of all the things that are being spoken about in pop culture and society uh, the things that are being revealed in history that were once uh, hidden from our eye and hidden from our mindset and, and things are being revealed and, and opened up. As the Bible says that when the angel was speaking to Daniel, he, he's, they said, she said to seal up this for the, the time is not yet at hand for things to be revealed. So seal these things up at, in the book. But I believe that we're approaching the end of the book and I believe that we're approaching the time where we're, we're, we're in the time where things are actually being revealed and spoken about. And people are having questions. People are having thoughts about these things. Um, so I believe that a podcast such as this one is very crucial into helping, especially my demographic and people within my generation to kind of sift through those things and kind of gain some perspective as well as some answers um, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, again, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we're going to be talking about some very controversial things. Um, so, number one, there's some, there's, 
I believe that I'm a part of a group of people that are waking up to their identity. And when I say that, I say that in a very prophetic way because it is spoken about in the scriptures. So if you look in Ezekiel 37, it talks about how the dry bones are going to be living again. And um, when the angel was, was speaking to Ezekiel, he was saying that these dry bones are going to be living again. These dry bones are going to be receiving uh, flesh added to their bones. They're going to have breath breathed into them. Um, and they're going to be waking up to the identity. And I, and I know from reading the scriptures and things that are pertinent to the subject that I'm going to be talking about, I know that I'm a part of that group. I'm a part of the the group that has been that has been scattered all across the world to the four corners of the earth as the Bible says, all across the world. Um these people uh as the Bible called they are the they are the Israelites, they are the Hebrews that were scattered all across the world because of the disobedience of their forefathers and the things that uh that their forefathers did we are now facing the repercussions of that and so understanding that as myself i'm a part of the african diaspora uh i would what you, I, would, I am what you would say an african-american or black american uh, depending on who you're talking to um i know that i'm a part of a, a greater community of people that are descendants of the people that are spoken about in the word and a lot of people don't understand it. And a lot of people don't realize the prophetic significance of a group of people that are waking up to their identity. Um, and the implications that are associated with that. So when I say implications that are associated that, well, pretty recently there has been um, some pushback Right. Or some things have been revealed in the media. So when I say that, I'm talking about, you know, Kyrie and Kanye. And these two individuals have revealed some different things. Many people have called them crazy. Many people have have uh, said like they need to apologize and all these different things. And some time has passed since um, the onset of those ideas being uh, dispelled. But. I want to talk about that because many of our people are still having questions about certain things that have that were revealed by these two individuals. Um, a lot of them, a lot of people have just kind of brushed it away and thought, thought it was nothing. But the fact that these two individuals said said things that were very pertinent to our identity, very pertinent to the times that we're living in, um, I believe has prophetic significance. I remember I'm a very avid. Well, not I would say avid. But um, I'm an athlete and I like watching athletes and well, I, I guess you could say former athlete. I used to do track and field in college. I did it for three years. I also did sports in high school and whatnot. Um, and I'm a fan of basketball. So I watch basketball here and there. And I remember looking at Kyrie's interview um, and how there was a lot of pushback uh, with with uh, the things that he was saying especially in regards to his identity as a uh, Shemitic person. Um, so understanding that and seeing the pushback on that, we understand that there's powers in the world that don't want certain truths to be revealed because they understand when certain truths are revealed, 
um, there are chains and there are forces that are broken off of individuals as well as generations when certain things are being revealed. So what they do is they try to basically use the truth as a way of basically trying to paint the truth as a lie, basically. They're trying to paint the truth as a lie. And they're trying to say that everything that this man is saying is is wrong. It's anti-Semitic. Oh, my gosh. He's being he's being racist. He's being um, um, disingenuous. You know, he's someone that needs a butt whooping, basically. And a lot of people don't understand when they saw um, the things that Kyrie was saying and, and the pushback he was getting, they they did not understand that we were seeing a public lynching. We were seeing a uh, a person that was being hung up to dry because people did not agree with the stance that he was taking. And even though the country that I live in is America, um, even though we live in a so-called free country that is able to promote the expression of free thought and free opinion. But a lot of people don't have that same type of understanding. I guess free thought and free opinion is is not the same type of thing for many, uh, many different people. Um, so, you know, he was expressing what he thought in, 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 in his views and he got a lot of pushback and he got, uh, suspended from the NBA from something that he merely posted, nothing that he said, just something that he merely posted on social media promoting uh, a video or a book, I believe. I know there's a book. There's also a uh, a movie that this man produced. Uh, shout out to Mr. Ron Dalton. Um, I'm familiar with his works, but he was just merely promoting something that many people did not agree with the fact that he was promoting that even though there's celebrities that promote things all the time, people promote things that are, that are bad. And it's something, it's something how society works. It's something how society works, how they're willing to, how they'll, they'll praise someone for promoting something that is clearly deleterious to their generation. That's clearly deleterious to the society that they live in and the demographic that they belong to. But anything that's going to help somebody that's going to bring uh, a revealing or a revelation to somebody's life. Now, all of a sudden, we want to call that hate speech. Now, all of a sudden, we want to call that horrible. Now, all of a sudden, we want to call that something that we, we shouldn't even talk about because that's oh, that's not that's not part. That's not important. That's not important. But it's okay for me to 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 promote different uh rap artists and and to promote um hip hop music in general when hip hop music has been used as a as a weapon against our society to dumb us down. Is and when I say that is that hip hop culture is was something that was created um by these different execs by these different execs in the music industry. And they started that back in, uh, I believe, in the 70s or 80s. I would say I would say 80s. And it was used as a weapon to to control or to put the black man down. Because 
a lot the, the thing is we as a people are very spiritual but the people that the, the controllers and movers of the society they're spiritual as well and they understand certain um spiritual laws that are in place and and they know how to do certain things because of the certain entities that they listen to i'll just put it that way so back in the age when they were constructing this culture to put on to put on the black nation of people in this country and as well as the rest of the world they did it in a very intentional and um insidious way and a lot of us have been drawn away by this music um because there's certain frequencies that have been put out to change our brainwave pattern and change the way that we think, but many of us don't understand. So a lot of times when you listen to these these musics, <laughs> these musics, these when you listen to these artists and you listen to, uh, you know, hip hop music or, or certain things. Before it was it was rock music. Before it was rock music, how they were putting in subliminal things. I feel like I'm going on a tangent, but I think this is this is good. Before it was rock music. That they were they were they were infiltrating the culture. But then they're like, wait, I can see how hip hop music can be very popular because I understand that black people are one of the, are one of the most influential people in the entire universe. And these so these music execs know this. So the shakers and movers of our society, they know that black people are very influential because we as a nation of people are nation builders and we, and we have the grace of influence over our life because that was the most high's original intention for us to be influencers, main influencers in this culture, main influencers in this society and the earth that we live in. That was that was Israel's first uh, ministry. They were supposed to be influencers and to draw people toward the kingdom of God. But because of disobedience and them being led away by the different pagan societies that were surrounding them. Um, they were so much more enamored with the things that were around them and, um, and, the, and the paganism that surrounded them. They were easily led astray. So instead of them being the influencers, they were influenced influence to um get into witchcraft influence to worship uh beings that are against the most high so when we start hearing of certain things in this day and age where now we as a people are starting to wake up to certain things that we have been brainwashed to now they're scrambling for their panties <laughs> now they're scrambling in their boots or shaking in their boots talking about okay we gotta we gotta figure out a way to silence these, these people we gotta figure out a way how to draw these people away from from the truth because many of us don't understand the, the waking up is prophetic as i talked about in ezekiel 37 before a lot of the, a lot of things that are going to be happening within the prophetic clock and the, and the thing is a lot the church doesn't understand a prophetic clock we've been we've been lied to and and maybe in later in later podcasts we'll we'll talk about certain specific things that I'm talking about now right now I'm just giving a a general a general overlay of everything that I'm talking about a general overlay of certain things that I may uh delve into deeper later on in different episodes 
But um, a lot of us don't understand. The church doesn't understand the prophetic significance of a black people that are waking up to their true identity. And then when you when you start bringing up race within the church, a lot of people don't want to talk about that. And they're like, well, there's there shouldn't be there shouldn't be any racist things that we talk about. There shouldn't be any things that we that we worry about because God is not racist. God is not a race. And, you know, there's they always bring up that scripture. There's neither there's neither Jew, no Gentile, no slave, no free for we're all one in Christ Jesus. And that's very true. That's very true. We are, for those of us that have the spirit of Yah, have the spirit of God within us, and those of us that are um, living a righteous life, no matter what age group, demographic, background you come from, if Jesus is inside of you, we are one, we, we are one and connected in the spirit. That's very true. But when we're talking about significant prophetic events and things that we should be looking out for, on a prophetic time clock. When you when you talk to different church people and they say, okay, where, what's the next what's the next uh thing that we should be looking for on in in the end times prophetic end clock and the prophetic uh end time clock. Um many people will be like, Oh, well, you know, the rapture, the rapture's in, imminent and you know, God Christ is coming back at any time, you know, the rapture, you know. Oh my God, that's, you know, crisis, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting ready for the rapture, you know? And, um, you know, that for a long time, I, I thought the same thing. I thought the rapture was the, you know, the next thing I thought the rapture, you know, Christ coming was, was imminent. And, um, that's, that was what I thought, but I understand that the, the rapture, or, or I will say, I would say specifically the pre-tribulation rapture is a false end times teaching. Um, and that false end times teaching, and we we'll may talk about this in later episodes, was propagated uh, first and foremost by none other than the Catholic Church. And a lot of us don't understand that. First and foremost, it was propagated by the Catholic Church. And we'll talk about that in a later episode. I'll, I'll delve deeper into that. But that's a false end times teaching. Is that the Bible does not teach that. The Bible teaches that there's, a, there's one other time that Christ is coming down. That is the second coming. It's not, he's not coming again. He's not coming a secret time. The Bible says that when he's coming, them everybody will see, will see him. Every, the whole world will see him. He's coming. He's you know he's going to descend from heaven with a shout. That's that that sounds very uh, pronouncing. Like hey, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm out here. Look at me. I'm coming in judgment and vengeance. Judgment and vengeance. It doesn't sound like I'm gonna just I'm gonna secretly snatch these people up or secretly show myself to a select group of people. That's not what the Bible teaches. Um, but you know, as I got older and started understanding the certain things that I'm that I was taught, I, I and I researched myself because a lot of church folks they don't read the Bible for themselves; they just listen to what everybody else is talking about, and that's a problem. You know, I, I, I did my best growing up, and I still do, to read the Bible for myself or to research everything that, I've, that I'm being taught uh, by these different ministers and pastors. Because um, I want to I rightly divide the word of truth. I want to rightly understand everything that the word, that, that, that the Most High has for me in his word, especially concerning the times that we're living in. So... 
understanding that the pre-trib rapture is not true, I started getting, especially this is this is this was my journey back in I would say twenty late twenty eleven going into twenty twelve, where God, the Most High, began to wake me up to these things. Um, as I said before, the first thing that He brought me into the first thing that I researched was pre-tribulation the the pre-tribulation rapture. Um, cause I was so like growing up, I was so, uh, enamored with, uh, eschatology end times think end times teaching the book of revelation, Daniel, uh, things of that nature. And I was, I was so enamored with that cause I felt like we needed more teaching and I was, I was like super interested and I still am. Um, and I started delving into that and that's, I realized that teaching is wrong. That's, that's false teaching. That's not something that we should be dealing with. Uh, then God began to take me on a journey of who I am and what stock I come from. And initially I rejected it. Initially I was like, this is this has nothing to do with me. like I'm not I'm not going to be Afrocentric. <laughs> I'm not going to be, you know, pro black, you know, all these all these things. And, there, and even on my journey of research, you know, I would come into contact with many different, you know, sects and, and religious thoughts you know, such as such as the nation of Islam, such as uh, black gods and earths, uh, such as um, what's the other, other one? The hoteps, you know, a lot of a lot of us have come to contact with different hotep peoples. Um, and uh, even those that are like within the, the witchcraft circles and uh, and uh, things of that nature. And they're, you know, they're so they're so into the the chakras and the you know the energies and the and the we need to get back to the earth and we need to you know we need to get back to the motherland and you know all the all those different things or, or now you're getting you're many people many of us are coming to contact with uh people that believe that we as a people were never taken from ships never taken on ships um to a uh, to a work, to a land that we would not know. Many of us don't know that, and that was spoken about in Deuteronomy twenty eight. You can look it up, Deuteronomy twenty eight, verse sixty eight. When I first read that, I was blown away. But many of us don't believe that and think that that history that history is wrong, and believe that no, we're actually the Native Americans. So there's many different things that I've I come in contact with on my journey of get, being awake and and uh. And, uh awakening to the the things that are in this world you know it's almost like coming out of the matrix right when you know, a lot of us have have seen that movie the matrix where where neo came into contact with morpheus and he prevent he presents him with a red pill and a blue pill he says you know well you could take the blue pill you could act like none of this happened or you could take the red pill and your life will be completely changed and you can't go back to the same way that you were and we all, and most of us who've seen that movie understand the uh, which pill that Neo chose. Me, I don't believe in taking any pill. <laughs> I just believe that the Most High woke me up to this nonsense that I was uh, indoctrinated in. So, like I said, I understood the pre-tribulation rapture was false. He took me on a journey of where I come from, my identity. Um, like I said, initially I rejected it. I was not for, I was like, this is not, you know, I don't want nothing to do with this. This is not good. I started delving into more things, more historical context, more scripture. 
Um, I started uh, getting into um, other extra biblical texts, such as the Apocrypha, which we may talk about later on in these in the different episodes as well. I believe the Apocrypha is a part of the Word of God. You know, books such as Enoch, Jasher, uh, Wisdom of Solomon, uh, Esdras, um, books such as those, I do believe that they are part of the Word of God. And I, I'm not going to take a Babylonian system, such as the Catholic Church, um, to dictate which which books are supposed to be canon or not. I don't believe in I don't believe in subscribing to uh, Roman Catholic thought, especially because I understand what system they abide by and who who leads them. You know, they have been they have been very the Catholic Church has been very instrumental to the blinding of the true the true Hebrew. That they are, they have been very instrumental from since the onset of slavery and the onset of, of us being taken to this country and being scattered all across the world. They have been very instrumental with that. As well as the, as well as Islam, you know, let's not forget, let's not forget the, uh, the Arab slave trade, but we can talk about that some other time. But in my journey, I God took me through that and I started to understand where I come from. And I understood that me as a African American, as a as a black American, as a as a Negro in this country, I understood that I'm I'm a part of a I'm a small part of a bigger picture in regards to prophetic significance. And I now started to understand that the next prophetic event has to not be the the rapture but we are actually in the the first prophetic the next prophetic event even right now as i'm speaking and that is the waking up of the true hebrew as it talks about in scripture and so that's why i don't believe that what kyrie was saying and many things that kanye was saying as well are not something that they're speaking out of their behind. These are not things that they're speaking out of their, out of the side of their neck. <laughs> These are things that they have started to understand. And, and I would say, regardless of however you feel about them, I'm not saying I, I agree with everything that they have said, nor do I agree with all their ideolo- ideology or, or their uh, train of thought. But the certain things that they have spoken are very significant to our time period. Very significant to our time period. And I believe that we as a people and those of us that are within the church uh, should pay attention to these things because these things are not to be taken lightly. You know, so, of course, black people in America and across the world are not the only people that have been blinded to the truth. Of course, I would say... Uh, those uh, in the church, those of us who who are are uh, from different ethnic backgrounds, we have all, that we have all been blinded. We have all been blinded by the by the God of this world, as a, as the Bible puts it. Um. So it's very significant how uh, these things are being brought up in today's day and age. So what what would I say that what would I say should be the uh, response to everything that I'm talking about? 
today. I would say the response to, of everything that I need to talk about is go research for yourself. <laughs> go research for yourself. Go see for yourself everything that I'm talking about. Don't just take my word for it. Um, pray about all the things that I'm saying as well. You know, a lot of what I'm saying, some of us are familiar with it. Some of us may not be fully subscribed to it in our understanding of the things that I'm speaking about because they go against the paradigm of what we've been taught at a young age. You know, everything I'm speaking about goes against the paradigm of what I've been taught, for sure. I did have a I did have a foundation. I believe Christianity is a, is a is a decent foundation to have. But there's more there's more in God. As one of my pastor friends said, there's more in God. There's more to be talked about. There's more to be to be beheld. There's more to to reveal. Especially in, in this day and age where I believe the the main word that we should be ingraining in our mindset is preparation. Preparation is very key. A lot of us are not prepared because we're prepared for something that's not even coming. <laughs> we're prepared for something that's false, you know, and that leads to uh, deception. That leads to deception. I believe that part of that, that teaching in, in, in of the pre-tribulation rapture and those of us, how we were just taught eschatology wrong. I believe that bleeds into what the word talks about, how um, God is going to send a strong delusion. I believe that delusion is already here. And that delusion is already here through many different means, you know, not, you know, through through not just through, you know, pop culture and things that we see on TV. But, you know, through a lot, a lot of that is through the church as well. And the church is blind. The church is blind. And I believe that um, a lot of the church's heart or a lot of people within the church, their heart was exposed when Trump got into office. And for those of that are, that are in this country understand what I'm talking about. And I'm not saying that I'm not I'm not going to get all political on here, but I'm just saying that a lot of us got exposed when Trump got into office and we started saying that we have a we have a greater love for this nation that we live in rather than we have a love for God. And that's a problem. That's that's a problem. And many people, many of you guys will say, well, aren't you doing the same thing about talking about, you know, black people and all this other stuff? No, because everything that I'm talking about is, is biblically relevant. Everything is is tied to biblical relevance and uh, prophetic awareness. Because we as a nation of people, we as a church in and of itself need to be prepared for the things that are uh, that are happening. And if you believe the Bible and you believe uh, prophecy true prophecy then you're gonna get in line with the things that are happening you're gonna you're gonna cleave to jacob <laughs> you're gonna cleave to the true people that are being waking up that are waking up because god is going to use them in these last days because in these last days there's going to be two kingdoms that are going to arise there's the kingdom of the antichrist number one okay well like the, the the antichrist kingdom is already here but it's going to shift it's going to shift in, in power. It's going to shift in, in the outlook. So that's number one. Number two, there's going to be kingdom of, of Christ or the kingdom of Israel. And those people who are willing to, who are, 
called by their name, called by his name and who call on his name. And when I say that, I'm talking about the, the church. So there's going to be two different kingdoms on this earth. But the latter kingdom of what I talk about, there's going to be a remnant. Not everybody's going to get with this awakening. The, the church at large doesn't understand this awakening that's happening. They don't understand when when black folks call themselves Semitic or when black folks call themselves Hebrew. They don't understand this. And please understand, I'm, I do not associate myself as a disclaimer with the Hebrew Israelite cult. <laughs> I don't associate myself with these people. OK, I do not. I do, I, that's not that's not me. I don't associate with a uh, uh, with a lot of their doctrine or the I would say the way and how they dispel the gospel or way that how they dispel certain truths. I don't associate with that. You know, now a lot of things that they have, I believe that the most high have used them for a time and can still and can still use them. But I also believe that um, I believe that the um, Hebrew Israelites are in cahoots with uh, COINTELPRO. And we may talk about that some other time as well. We may talk about that some other time. And that when I say COINTELPRO, that means, that means the government. A lot of times the government will promote the expression or the creation of certain um, black conscious groups to be as gatekeepers uh gatekeepers uh from keeping us from the from the real truth or keeping us from the truth uh in its full re revealingness <laughs> i know that's not the right word but in this in in this in in its entirety you know a lot of times and we'll talk about this later on as well i'm just i'm just setting up a backdrop but many times the government will promote certain things or promote certain identities that seem to look good to us black folks or may seem to look good to the church at large. But really, it's harmful to our, to our community. For instance, uh, when we talk about abortion, abortion, when it was first being brought about by Margaret Sanger, she went to Christian preachers, black Christian preachers. And told them to talk about this in their sermons or told them to promote um, this method, promote Planned Parenthood. And this was like way, way back in the, in the uh, early 1900s where Margaret Sanger would go around and, and talk to these black Christian preachers and be like, hey, promote this. You know, when when this person, Margaret Sanger, is a everyone knows it is a known eugenic. You Genesis. You're no you're known you Genesis. You you want to wipe out your MO was to wipe out a nation of people because you viewed them as weeds. Margaret Sanger viewed black people as weeds. Okay. But yet by proportion, and I don't know, I don't know all the statistics now. But growing up, I would, I would hear the statistics how the, the most of the babies that were being killed by proportion were black babies. And now you're looking at something that has been that has been dispelled through history ad nauseum. And when I say that, this is this is two times in history that we have we, two other times in history who we have seen this before. This is the third time in this country. The first time that we saw this was in Egypt with the children of Israel, where 
um, Pharaoh went out of his way to kill all the young young boys, and we'll talk about how there's a there's a um, there's a front to masculinity. There is a there is an assault on masculinity today, especially on a black man. We'll talk about that as well. But there was an assault on masculinity back then, where he, where Pharaoh and Moses, when Moses was being born, when Moses uh, was a a young baby went out of his way to kill all the young, young boys, all the young kids, all the young Hebrew boys. And then the second time when Herod found out that he wasn't gonna, he wasn't the only king, he found out, oh, there's another king of the Jews. OK, well, we're going to go out of our way and we're going to kill all the young Hebrew boys two years and younger. Second time. Now we're looking at third time in history where. We're looking at in this country the um, the onset of Planned Parenthood, or what I believe, I, I, and don't quote me. I'll, I'll do more research on this. But before it was called Planned Parenthood, I believe it was called the Negro Project, or something of that matter. You guys can research that for yourself, but don't quote me on that. I'm gonna do more research on that. But um, it was it was an affront on on black babies and but yet they use it that what they're using it now they're using it as an empowerment tool women are using this as an empowerment tool be like yes we women women should control their bodies we don't want the government to control our body and we we're we're in control of our bodies and we're strong women you know and the main people that are shouting this at the rooftop are not black women they're white women <laughs> So all y'all that are calling yourselves woke, I'm like the 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 leader of the woke movement right now is white as a white woman. They're white women, <laughs> okay? We're gonna talk about that some other time too. The, the wokeness is not is not for us as a people. It's not for the church at large, number one. But it's not for us as people. Yeah, that that wokeness is not even it's not even real wokeness. Is is the deception? It's a deception. Um. But yeah, if we go back in time, we see that Margaret Sanger used this and, and pushed this with the Christian pe black Christian preachers. And they promote this to their congregation. Why? Because she hated black people, literally. And you're wondering and you're wondering why uh why Hitler was as as crazy as he was. A lot of the a lot of the thoughts and opinions and mindset he got from U.S. And a lot of us don't understand that. He got that from the U.S., from 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 the nation that you love so much, the nation that has done so much to our people. But I just want you I just want to thank you guys for listening to me on uh this first episode of the final warning podcast. I know on this in this episode we talked about a lot of things. Um a lot of things that we'll we'll talk more in depth in the later episodes uh as we go along. So thank you guys for for coming on and listening to me. Um this is just the start of something great. So as you as you just be patient as I grow and you, and you grow with me and we're going on a journey of revealing certain things and being prepared for the times that we're living in. We're being prepared. Um, we're getting we're getting prepared for not only for Christ's coming, but we're getting prepared to leave this country. 
and I'm going to just leave it at that. I hope you guys have a great and wonderful rest of your week or wherever part of the week or day that you're in. Uh, Stay blessed. Um, We'll talk more. Okay, you guys stay blessed. Thank you.